This is one-on-one's NHL podcast, where we take on the five hottest issues in hockey with three of our NHL beat reporters. It's time to go five on three. Sorry, Julian, we're going to do it a little bit different today. We're going to look at the four conferences, or the four divisions in the two conferences, and see who's going to make the playoffs on another edition of Five on Three. Always love to hear the beautiful voice of the since-graduated Julia Atienza starting off our podcast. I'm Matt Morrow, Taris Lejeski sitting across from me, David Ballack sitting to my right. Guys, gals, well, guy and gal, to be dramatically correct, it's nice to have you on with Five on Three with me. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. Yeah, it's good to be back. It's well, been it's been a while since I've been on, so I'm excited to get the season underway. Covering the Rangers now, they're getting started in a little bit tonight. Speak, so well, speaking of those Rangers, stuff. Anthony Pusick is uh, the 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 founder, the creator, the leader, the supervisor of this podcast. He's sitting in the back. Richard John is our producer, but Anthony is wearing what do you got? Was that McDonough? He's got McDonough on, and as this gets posted. The Rangers game will be going on, taking on the Blackhawks in Chicago, opening the season tonight. So we are under strict orders to get this <laughs> moving. So let's not waste any time, guys. We're going to look at each division, all four, say who's going to be the top three teams that are going to go to the playoffs. We'll have plenty of time to look at who else is going to be making the playoffs, but the top three of each division, and let's just take it east to west. And Metro Atlantic, they're both east and coast, so... We're a little biased. We've got the three teams yep. locally here that we cover in the Metro Division. Let's start out with them. The Metro Division is, you know, I, I don't I don't personally see too much shakeup going on now. The Penguins, to me, are the, the team with the most question, but the Rangers are still there. The Islanders are still there. They were younger. They're going to get another year older. Rangers lost a few guys, but they've still got so much talent. The Capitals, they had a lot of talent, and they added to it. Um, so the, the teams at the top are still there. I might have just given away some of my top teams <laughs> for know, that, but that's what we're trying to do here. What are you guys thinking? You said, Matt, that you don't see much shakeup, and I agree with you. But for me, this was the hardest division to pick. Not necessarily okay. because it was so hard to pick. I knew which four teams. I were the three teams, and I knew which team I was going to have make it as a wild card. But f- figuring out the order, I think these teams – are really close, and that's what made it hard for me because I nobody really stood out to me as that's the definite number one. There's four teams here that I think you could make the argument for any of them finishing first, any of them finishing second, any of them finishing third. So that's why I think this was such a difficult division because they're all so close at the top. I mean, I, I agree with you. They are all so close, but I think the other problem that made it so tough is – I, I think this very well could be the best division in the NHL this year, which, I mean, I think when the the divisions first got rearranged and first put together, you looked at this and said, wow, like this really could be like a dominant division with so many teams, especially those, the Rangers, the Caps, and the Penguins, who have all been so good for so long. You looked at that and you said, wow, this is going to be an incredible division. And it's been solid, but this year, I think the top four teams, you can make an argument that all four of them improved during the offseason. The Rangers... Maybe. I don't, well, I don't let's, know. Let's go right yeah. there to the Rangers. And maybe they're going to hope it's a little bit of addition by subtraction. St. Louis was not the guy he was in that magical stress he, stretch he had in the playoffs the first year they acquire him. Last year he showed his age, and he's not back this year. Now, they lose Carl Hagelin. That's certainly, you wouldn't think, on paper, going to be addition by subtraction. They're just going to have to hope for that to be the case. They also lose Cam Talbot. So maybe they're the team that 
really did the least amount of improvement, but they were so steady last year. They were so good last year that for me, I think it comes down to can they sustain losing big guys like even though St. Louis didn't produce a, a big guy in the locker room like that. Carl Haglin is a guy who did produce 17 goals at least in the last two years. And then Cam Talbot, who stepped in tremendously when Hank went down. He's in his early 30s, so while he's still a tremendous talent, you know, you have to have a backup plan for him. And without Cam Talbot, it's just not the same anymore for them. So it, they have to do a little bit more relying on, you know, maybe we didn't improve that much, but can we sustain the guys that we lost? And that's going to be the biggest thing for them. Yeah, I mean, obviously, like, they made the Stanley Cup two years ago. Last year, mm -hmm. they were a game away from it. So I think relying on sustainability is a definite chance and possibility for them to do because there's no reason not to. They're a steady team. They've been playing well all year or the last two years, and so. Jared Stoll's one of their bigger additions yeah. to this team. Emerson Edom came in a trade. Victor Stahlberg comes over. But Jared Stoll is probably the most interesting name because of the legal troubles he was in, some of the drug charges, and he's such a big name. He's with Aaron Andrews, so that's obviously <laughs> a big thing. Can we expect much out of Stoll this year, you know, production-wise? I'm going to say probably not. Well, he doesn't need to be like, you know, yeah. there is Rick Nash there. They well, still have Stepan, Broussard, Kreider. You know, Broussard, you Kreider. bring up the name. That's, I think Rick Nash, that's the biggest key to this team is Rick Nash had an incredible season last year, career high in goals. But before that, he wasn't doing so well in New York. And so there's the big question for me is, which Rick Nash is going to show up this season? Because if it's Rick Nash like last season... The Rangers are in really, really good shape. And if unfortunately Nash, for Nash, that's the position he gets put in because since he's gotten here, that's been the question. Oh, is he ever going to be the guy who can produce in New York? Is he ever going to get it done and here? And he was last well, year. last year he was, but now even after a year, there's still that, oh, well, will he go back to an entire, over an entire season ago and play like he didn't play last year? And so I think he's put in a little bit of an unfair spot. He had to do so much in Columbus. He was the only guy there. And so the production just came naturally because it had to come from him or it was coming from nobody else. He was thrown into a bigger market, a team with bigger expectations, some more supporting cast that also had to get involved. It took him some time. A lot of you guys, it takes time to, to get it done in New York. I'm not as worried about Rick Nash. Um, I definitely have the Rangers in my top three of the Metro. And these are obviously so early um, rankings, but... I'm going three on them. Anthony might come through the glass and, We're and yell at me for it. We're on the same page here, Matt. But We're I'm on the going same page. for my number two team are the Islanders. Now, obviously, I have a little bit of bias. This is where <laughs> we'll see. You guy. have bias. Yeah. I have the Islanders at one. Wow. Okay. So, all right. I, I, I don't mean, have the Islanders in my top three. Ooh. All right. I, I have, think I know who you have in there. I have and the Rangers. I have the Rangers at two, and I, I have the Penguins at three. I think I think the Islanders are strong. I think making the move. It could be a positive. It could be a negative. It's a different uh, system. It you have to get ready differently every day. You're used to your routine, and now you're coming in, and is you have the crowd on your back. But is it going to feel like a home right. game? And, and they when have you to first get there, because a lot of those guys are staying in Nassau it's, County. It's no longer going to be a different goal, Horn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty brutal. The uh, the Islanders tried to, and well, the Bar Barclays Center tried to, you know, kind of converge with MTA and make a. Some people saying it was a subway uh, themed. Some saying LIRR themed. I it was just it, lame. they, they so worked with back. MTA to get that sound, and then they have since gone back after everyone protested. I I'm glad they I'm glad they went back to it because 
oh, it was bad. Not as bad. I, I don't hate the third jersey. So now maybe that was like a ploy just to like, all right, we'll give him this terrible goal horn. So they'll forget about the jersey. <laughs> I have the Islanders. I have the, the the Capitals at one. I have them at two. And I have them at one. So of course. So I'm going Caps. I'm going Caps, Islanders, Rangers. Tara, you were going Islanders, Caps, Rangers. And you had the curveball. I'm going Caps, Rangers, and the Penguins. That's I'm okay with that because on the first episode of this show coming back, I said they were one of my teams that I thought would do better than some people thought. And maybe that's not even fair because you're having them in their top three. But I just feel like everyone's down on the Penguins. I mean, you can't. Phil I'm Kessel not going to bet against exactly. Phil Kessel. Sidney Crosby. I mean, and bringing in Phil Kessel on Sidney Crosby's line, Sidney Crosby is one of those superstars that he only gets better the stronger players he has around them. Some guys like Ovechkin, maybe, if you bring in a bigger name, and it's someone who's taking away shots from him. But bringing in Phil Kessel, Crosby's at his best when he's distributing the puck. He can score when he needs to, but now he has somebody else who can put the puck in the net. It's going to be a game changer, I think, for them. See, like I said, for me, I have Islanders, Capitals, Rangers, and I think the Penguins will make the playoffs. It wouldn't surprise me if it went Penguins, Rangers, Capitals, Islanders. Like I said, I think these are four close teams. Okay, maybe the Penguins are a little bit further away from the top three, but still, like I said, I don't want to bet against Sidney Crosby and his crew in Pittsburgh. They're a terrific team. They've been a terrific team. These are four excellent teams that I do believe make up the best division in hockey, and it, it should be a fun year in the Metro Division. All right, we started taping this 7 p.m. on Wednesday. The puck drop is at exactly 8 o'clock, Anthony, tonight. Ceremony start at 7.30. <laughs> All right, he's already itching. We got we to gotta make sure we, he, we get to Come the on, next Anthony one. does not want to watch the Blackhawks <laughs> raise a banner, though. Oh, well, he wants, to get to the, he wants to get in front of that game when the time puck starts. I can respect that. We all do. So, all right, let's move on to the other division in the Eastern Conference, the Atlantic Division. And this one is easy for me in whom to put at the top. Two and three, not as much, at least in their order. But I, I didn't have much trouble picking my top three teams here. But my number one team at the top of this division was one of my easier picks. I'm going Tampa Bay to take this division. Behind them, Detroit. And then behind that, what? Ottawa. Whoa. What? Yeah. Have... I, think, I think you're forgetting a team there, yeah, Matt. I Why? mean, <laughs> we, dis- we dis- actually, Matt, Prove me though, wrong. I'm with Ottawa at number three, and I'm with Tampa Prove at number one, but I think David and I are going to be on the same Go page ahead. about the team you're missing. Prove me wrong. That would be the Montreal Canadiens. Why are they missing? Because I want to be different. That's why. <laughs> That's why. I want to be different. Um, I have them still doing well this year, and listen, this is the beginning of the year. you got to throw some crazy things out there. Anthony also mentioned none of us put Columbus in our top three. Over there. I, I'm seeing that as a trendy pick, and they finished last season very hot, so I understand why. But uh, I don't know. I I wanted yeah, to see. I, I also know. wanted to see uh, Anthony's eyeballs bug out of his head when I did that too. Um, I'm gonna be wrong, probably. Listen, I you know that's fine, but you got to throw something wrong. Now I can be because Anthony. I'm trying to little take a little bit from Anthony a year ago, but the difference is Anthony firmly believed it. I'm just a, a jerk who you know, is <laughs> trying to copy him. Anthony was jumping on the Calgary Flames a year it ago. It worked yep. out for him, though. I'm, I'm on it the Flames. Oh, we'll get to that. Don't yeah. worry. We'll get to that. But <laughs> so he based that totally, and he was completely correct, and he based that totally on, you know what? No, they have got young guys that are going to come up, they're going to do this, blah, 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 and Johnny it worked, Hockey. and he was right. And I just want to try to emulate him, even though it's probably not possible. In all seriousness, of course, Montreal is going to do very well. But this is... This is where well, I'm going. You know, Matt, just, just to have it on the record. You know, Matt, I'll be fair to you with Montreal because they have possibly the best goaltender 
in price. They do. But he, once, he's probably he is the best goaltender. Once you get past price, there's not that many standout players. And so it's worked out for them relying heavily on price the last couple mm-hmm. seasons. But I, it wouldn't be shocking if some, I mean, especially if something happens to Price and it's like a fluke injury, like what happened to Lundqvist with the Rangers last year, they're in deep trouble. So it's, I mean, like I said, I have them at two, but I don't think it's that shocking if they don't keep up with Tampa. I, I, I'm strong on Tampa, and even though I'm messing around and making everybody angry here, <laughs> I still, I, I am at completely serious that I think Tampa takes this as vision. I think Steven Stamkos, like. I'm somebody who's been watching John Tavares for years, and Steven Stamkos is, you know, I, I think he's even better. I think they came in very, very similar yeah. years. Uh, Steven Stamkos is one of the most electric talents. To see those two guys in the Eastern Conference for the next 10 years is going to be a lot of fun. It already has been a ton of fun. He, you know, they are going to need to bring him back after, you know, a year. They're going to need to make sure that he stays in Tampa, Steve Stamkos. But he's there this year. Ben Bishop, I have been probably way too high on for a couple of years. <laughs> Um, so I, I just think that they are the definitely the best team in that division, the most talented team. Carey Price is is amazing. I, I'm I'm not all joking aside. Carey Price is. A, but who else just, on that team is oh, amazing? But when he's that good, PK when he's Subban. that good, do you need it? Uh, yeah, PK Subban obviously. And I I saw a, a funny tweet today from Jonah Carey just to bring us to baseball quick, just because I mean you know, me and you tired I, do baseball. Anthony just finished up baseball. Go for Jonah, it. Now. Jonah Carey is. Uh, from Canada, but he's a baseball writer, and he said, "All right, great game tonight, Pirates Cubs. But if PK Subban was in, he'd go five for five and five grand slams off either Cole or Arietta. I don't know what the, um, why that even made sense to him to tweet, but I loved it. I guess <laughs> I mean- P- PK Subban <laughs> p- could probably do that. Um, no, yeah, Montreal. I listen. They're un- they were had a great season a year ago. Carey Price. Not only is he probably the best goaltender in the league, he's the best player in the league. I just think Tampa." is going to win this division. Behind them, is Montreal probably going to end up better than Detroit and Ottawa? Yeah, but I also just want to be able to say at the end of the year that I just want to I just want to be right, like Anthony was a year ago, because he was able to sit in this seat and say, I told you about the Flames, so I'm trying to cheat, and I gave it away, so now I won't get any credit for it. I mean, right Ottawa's anymore. not a bad pick. They finished with 99 points last year. They made the playoffs. Well, there's so. one of those teams similar to Columbus last year that they were not good in the beginning. They had, they had a terrible, terrible stretch where you just thought they weren't going to be a team that would contend at the end of the year, and then they contended. Right. Columbus was the hottest team in the NHL when the playoffs started, and they were on the outside looking in. Ottawa made some you know, made some great strides at the end of the year. The Hamburger was one of the best stories in the NHL. They made it close, too. I think they're a team that's going to get into the playoffs, but yeah, yeah. I, I can't. Damn, and, Montreal's probably going to get them. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I know we're not doing wild cards, but when you look no, we can go there. I am. Oops. There, there's nine or ten teams here that it's gonna be it's gonna be close. And one of those teams, and so I'm looking here, Boston, Ottawa, or Columbus is gonna miss the playoffs. And Boston, I is. think I think it's yeah. And Anthony's making sure we get that in there from the back. He's he never leaves us. Boston, I think, was the team that out of those, I agree that there's gonna be it's gonna be you know there's gonna be those teams like a year ago that. They make that push to the end. They get close. I just don't even know if Boston's going to end up being able to get there. They've just had to ship so many guys off. They've sure. aged. And what should have been happening to the Red Wings for like the last five years has happened to Boston now. The Red Wings have been such a great franchise for, what, 20 years now. And 
they should have at this point gotten too old, had to ship guys off, and not been able to rebuild. And they've been able to do it. Boston is shipping guys out, and I just don't see them being able to keep up. They're the team on the outside looking in for me that yep. I don't think. Like, I think an Ottawa could sneak in and take a top three. I think Detroit's going to be uh, back up there again. We were worried about them last year. They came back and they were, were the Red Wings. They We thought they were, always were. So I, But I just don't see Boston being able to make that, you know, take – we don't expect much from them this year, Boston. I don't think many people do, and I don't think they're going to surprise anybody yeah, this year. But there's there's still one left, too, there with a Columbus or Ottawa. Assuming Islanders, Caps, Rangers, yeah. Penguins are all in, there's still one team left there that's yeah. not making it. And that, yeah. that's, it's going to be it's gonna be fun to see which team that is. All right, so run through again your, your one through three. I got Tampa, Montreal, Ottawa, and then I had the Red Wings in as a wild card. Yeah, and I'm going Tampa, Montreal, Red Wings, and Ottawa in as a wild card. Because I made such a big stink, I have to stick with it. Tampa, Detroit, Ottawa, but <laughs> Montreal's going to go to the I mean, who are we kidding? All right, let's move it over to the Central now. Tonight, the reason we're trying to get back to our TVs and watch everything is because Chicago Blackhawks are hosting fair, the New York Rangers. Anthony said in my ear, he, does have, he doesn't want to see them raise the banner. Yeah, but he's got to right get there that. for puck drop. Though. I understand he's that, gotta get but puck drop. What's he puck doesn't want to see them raise the banner. When's puck drop? 8 o'clock, specifically. Yes, okay. So, Ant, Anthony, Anthony Pusick, if you listen to this podcast at any time, you know, he, he knows more about the Rangers than the, the guys on the team. Um, he probably knows more about their personal lives than, than they do as well. <laughs> How many jerseys? How many jerseys is it? Five. He's got five. How many of guys that are on the team now? Is that is that the five? Or is that is just a couple? <laughs> All right. But he'll don't worry about it. He's going back. He had a he's watching. Henrik Lundqvist fathead <laughs> in his dorm room freshman year. I mean, I'm sure, I'm sure he still has to, it now. They that. used to put Santa hats <laughs> I'm sure he's on still got it now. the Lundqvist fathead. I mean, wouldn't you? I, I don't understand where you're going with this. <laughs> Anyway. I'm, oh, I'm just, I'm just saying. <laughs> Where are we going? Right. Where are we going? There we go. So because you were trying to make fun of our fearless leader, you have to go I first would. and see if there's any. Now we can jump on you if you've got any craziness in the Central Division. I mean, I'm not specializing in craziness, guys. Uh, <laughs> Leave that to me. Chicago, obviously there's questions there. They lost a couple players. What's going to happen with Patrick Kane? There's questions, but I still think this is the team in the Central. They've proven it. Their dynasty, I think they'll just be fine. I really like Nashville. They have a great goalie. They have some other key pieces around him. Minnesota looked really good last year. I think they're a younger team. I think they can keep the momentum going. And then St. Louis, too, is obviously going to be in this playoff picture. But I think the big question in St. Louis is this is a team that for quite a few years, people have thought could make a deep run mm-hmm. into the playoffs. I know I picked. Well, them do you have you have them outside your top three right now? Yeah, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. Okay, yeah, no, so that's I think fun. a lot of people they're getting very impatient there. Yeah, because they think this team needs to make it far into the playoffs. Yeah, and they haven't been able to do that. And then when you look at the the two goalie system, they're the they're the team that's done it the most. And uh, going back to when Halak was there and Brian Elliott and. It just hasn't, you know, when you get to the playoffs, now it's Jake Allen who's in there, too. You know, there's question marks. Do you need to have that one guy who's playing 40, you know, 50 games, 55, close to 60 games to be your goalie going into the playoffs? Do you need that one guy, or can you have it split like that? And... (laughs) 
Yeah, <laughs> I guess that's why when you go out in the first round all the time. Um, and they, they were talking about like their murmurs that they might like just completely rebuild and overhaul everybody and get out. They didn't end up doing that. They ended up training T.J. Oshie. Well, that's one of the reasons I have Washington at number one in my right. opinion. I think he's a such that obviously such a talent. That was a fascinating trade to me, yeah. especially as a Cavs fan. Going and getting Troy Brower, mm-hmm. they're getting him for one reason, one reason only. He has playoff experience yeah. and Stanley Cup experience. And that's why and, that move kind of makes sense for both teams, you would think. But Troy Brower came in and played for the Caps and played in the playoffs and didn't do all that yeah, much. Yeah, in theory. So, so it, it is in theory, and it'll be good to see. I ha- I have the Blues in my top three. They're, they're my okay. third team. I'm going... I'm going Predators 1. Okay. I'm high on the Predators. The Predators are one of those teams that didn't do much this offseason. They said, we like what we have. We're going to stick to our guns, and they're going for it. And I believe in them. I love Peter Laviolette. Great coach. Pecorine. Yeah, um, I still wish Laviolette was back in the Islanders. That was what, almost ten over 10 years ago, but he's definitely a, a, the right guy at the helm up there. The, the Predators have the good mixture of young guys and guys who have experience, and so I believe in them. I'm going them 1. I got the Blackhawks, too, because, like, well, we just, yeah. you just can't pick against the Blackhawks. I, if the Blackhawks, I mean, they lose Patrick Sharp, which is huge and should be talked about and is being talked about. We don't know what's going on with Patrick Kane, we'll, but you just can't pick against them. Well, here's here's my thing with that, and me and Tara both are going to put them at the top of the, of the Central, and I can understand why you wouldn't put them at the top because they're losing the guys. But when I look at that, I, I say they've done this before, right. after and, and specifically after winning. I, I mean— so Patrick Sharp, Brandon Saad, Christopher Stieg, Johnny Aduya, and the only reason those guys are gone is just because of salary cap. I mean, Dustin Bufflin is the big name I remember after that first time they won. I think it was 2010, and Bufflin is moved out. Of course they would love to keep Dustin Bufflin, but it's just because of you know these the salary cap issues, and they're a team that's figured out how to do it in those salary cap issues. They've figured out how to rebuild their team. I'm going to put them up at number one. Even if they don't end up at number one, I think you're going to hear this song all the time. Um, one of my favorite videos on YouTube, I think it's the Sharks, maybe, or another team. They're at, they went in the locker room, they played this song for them, and they all looked at the reporter like, are you kidding me, man? Like, get that out of here. We hate that song because it's become such a staple of playoff hockey the last few years. And, yeah, the Patrick Sharp situation you don't know what's going to happen, how much he's going to be able to play. Obviously, you wonder about it for bigger implications than just on the ice. But if we're just strictly talking about that now, you don't know what his outlook is going to be. But it just comes from me. It comes from a top-down organizational thing that they always just figure it out. And then for me, I'm, I've got the same couple of teams in here. Uh, Nashville at two from number one, no, at number two for me. Again, not a, not a ton of off-season moves, but they've got – a lot of pretty good young guys who are going to be stepping up, playing bigger roles, and Pecorino is one of those guys who can make a team just so much better. It was a couple of years ago when he didn't get to play much. I believe it was his hip that had been bothering him, and they looked like a mess. You insert him back in healthy, and he plays most of the year, and they're one of the top teams in the NHL. There so. was an argument to be made for him as MVP last season, I oh, thought. Yeah. Because he is, if you're going to look at MVP as most valuable, which it's an age-old question in sports, how, right. what's an MVP? But in terms of being valuable, he is, it's unbelievable how that team changes when he's not there. And then uh, for, for the Wild, another team that didn't do a ton in the offseason, but they showed a lot in the second half of the year. We talked about uh, teams like Columbus and, and Ottawa in the Eastern Conference that they weren't looking hot at times of the year, but they got into it late and they were able to make a push but couldn't get in well Minnesota 
did that but took it all the way and got into the playoffs and were a dangerous team that, you know, gave some people some, you know, scary thoughts that this team was going to be good with Devin Dominic, who was unreal in um, in net last year, the Masters and Trophy winner. He had a 178 goals against average, 936 save percentage in 39 games last year. He was uh, some of the best goaltending that we've seen in a long time, especially during that stretch when it's like, oh, is Mike Yo going to be out? What is he lost this team? They completely turned things around. Um, but I... And even though it seems like the other two teams that I just mentioned, Nashville and Minnesota, have the, uh, you know, they they have the brighter outlook. They haven't lost as many guys as Chicago has. For me, it's an organizational thing with Chicago. I just think that they Absolutely. are such a Absolutely. good organization that figures out how to get past this specific problem of salary cap. So, um, run through it again real quick. For me, Chicago, Nashville, Minnesota. All right, I like it. I like it. Ours are exactly the same, Matt. Yeah. I just have St. Louis on mine too. On the fringe, team I think yeah. it's in. But I, I mean, I have going Nashville, Chicago, St. Louis. Alrighty, Minnesota is going to be there, and so is Winnipeg. Dallas, nobody's thinking about. Da- Dallas is that pick that a few guys are throwing up there. I I was looking at previews before, and a few guys had Dallas in the two or three spot. It's possible. Now, this is why the wild card is such a cool thing. You know, you get to kind of take from both divisions and. uh Dallas is going to be a team that's going to make a run at it. St. Louis is obviously going to be a team to make a run at it. So we've got three more teams to look out all the way out west, Pacific Division. Anthony says five teams are coming out of the Central. And Definitely. Yeah, Again, they probably will. Which, which, which wa- happened last year, and it'll probably happen And what yet. makes the top three spots in this, the Pacific, so you know desirable because no guarantee you're getting into that wild card spot. It could be two from, from one conference or from one division as it was last year. So... Who do we got as our top three in the Pacific right now? I'm going. I got the Ducks. Mm-hmm. Ducks won again, so strong. Even when you look at their stats, they were last year. They're 11th in goals per game and 20th in goals against per game. And you're just like, how are how are they yeah. one of the best teams in the NHL? But they are. They they just are top to bottom. They just play well and they play strong hockey. So I got them one going Flames too. I think I think. High Ain't on the happy flames. about that. Uh, you you should be high on the Flames. The Flames only got better. They keep getting stronger. They're a great team. And I'm going Kings 3. I feel like we need a 5-on-3 webcam that stays on Anthony Kasich <laughs> during this show so we can see <laughs> Anthony's different reactions during the show. I I wish people could see this. I, I really <laughs> wish people could well, see Well, I this. always joke about we're going to get the video portion of the podcast up soon and be – for this podcast, it would be in the back in the control room instead of us here because we've got some pretty faces, but have Ant just dancing around in the back there. Well, Rich tries to keep things calm. I appreciate it, Rich. You're, <laughs> you're keeping us on during all this. I know it must be must be difficult. Sorry. Uh, Ty, did you just run through all you got all three in there? I got Anaheim, mm-hmm. Calgary. Woo! I know, Anthony. <laughs> We're making Anthony so happy. Los Angeles, and then I put Vancouver as my little fourth. So team. you're you're putting a team from each from each uh, division in there in terms of the wild card. Yeah, and you know that wasn't even really intentional. Mm-hmm. That was just that was really the way it worked out for me. I'm I'm going Ducks, Flames, Kings. I know the Kings were disappointing last year. We, we agreed on a lot. Yeah, of Matt and I, I just went exactly. Yeah, we all went. Yeah. We're going. So I, I this one seemed a little easier to predict, but uh, things could change. I don't think we really predicted Vancouver to do as well as it did last year. We thought they were going to be yeah, a complete exactly. dumpster fire, and they weren't. Um, they were okay. Um, so they could be around. And, I mean, we we joked that we're making Ant that happy. Ant's got them winning the whole thing. The Vancouver. Flames. It's in that oh, no, division. The the, yeah, that division. Um, 
They're a young team that's just going to get better. I think putting them two is still pretty respectable. Um, for the Kings, you got for me it comes down to, and I know they they were disappointing last year, um, but I just think it's again an organizational thing that they've been there yep. the last few years, and it's hard for me, like you know going to the East with Detroit, and then Chicago they just came off the Stanley Cup, so we could say they lost things, but when you win the Stanley Cup, you better lose your whole team to not get back to the playoffs the next year. So I don't think that's a surprise. Um, Detroit for Detroit and LA for me, it just comes down to those are organizations that. Much longer Detroit and L.A. over the last half decade, they've been able to just sustain you know quality team. Now they've had obviously distractions as well. Slava Voinov is heading back to Siberia or wherever he's going. You know that situation did not work out well for anybody. Um, but Mike, Mike Richards gets cut. Yeah, um, you know maybe it's a little bit of addition by subtraction for them. Yeah. I mentioned it. That's kind of what the Rangers are hoping that they lost some key guys. Well, the Kings have to go through some distractions. Jonathan Quick was, you know, banged up a little bit last year. Yep. I think he stays healthy. He's good. And I, I agree with you, uh, David, that I'm putting Anaheim at the top of this division simply because they seem to be the most talented, most consistent uh, team in this division. Um, Calgary, the Flames too. are Flames are going with another guy in net. No more Jonas Hiller, Hiller gets beat out by Kari Ramo. He, he was pretty good last year, though, Ramo. He, he had a nice one-two punch. The Flames, look out for them. Anthony told us last year, and again, I, I was trying to – be a little out there by by throwing some shade at Montreal. We're probably not going to get the same. <laughs> oh my God! Look at me! I was right as we did last year uh, with Ant and the Flames. But I mean, the Flames are a good young team that they could definitely challenge the Ducks. I think because when you look at that, when you talked about their stats last year, they were kind of middle of the road. They were just so right. consistent and talented that that was enough for them to be at number one. Maybe a team like the Flames, who you know they weren't an offensive juggernaut. They were kind of this you know a, a team also that. They were well-rounded. You know, they're, Mark Giordano, I think, was their leading scorer for a lot of the year. Did he end up their leading scorer last year? He didn't, but for a big part of the year, you know, from a backline guy, he was their leading scorer, and you wouldn't assume that as a team that could do much damage, but they were a well-rounded team. They played good D. They had some good guys in net, and they're young, and they just got a taste of some success. Right. So they're going to want more they're of that. They're only going to get better. That's what mm-hmm. happens with the young teams. The more experience they get, especially in hockey. Hockey is one of those sports where it's all about experience. And those guys can play even when they're older, and they just get better and better and better. And that's why teams like the Blackhawks, the Red Wings, they continue to stick around with guys who are in their mid to late 30s. And you're just like, well, how are these guys still playing in every other sport? These guys are done. But in hockey, it's a different game. And so as these Flames get better, it, they're going to be a scary team. And I, I think you're right. They could challenge the Ducks for that top spot. All right. We... We're we're gonna get Anthony over to the game in plenty of time. I think he's got a, a seven thirty seven seven thirty two here on the. I think he's got a seven thirty seven flight to Chicago. Um, <laughs> so we've we've ran through all all four divisions. We've put a team at the top of each division. Which team out of those four that you've picked for each division? Just throwing you guys a little last minute curveball here to end things. Are we, are we gonna do Stanley Cup predictions? Well, I, I, I just want to. I, I just want to throw Come a little. On. I want to throw a little curveball at you before we move off. Just the, the division guys. I want to throw you a curveball at that. Out of these four, you're gonna have to pick two teams. One that you're most confident you're gonna be right in in terms of this was the team that you picked to win a division, and one that you're least confident in. Out of the four we picked. Okay, you know what? I I really feel like I should say Tampa for most confident, but. I'm, I'm gonna t- now. I'm gonna take a page out of Matt's book. <laughs> I'm gonna say the Islanders. <laughs> I'm say confident the Islanders are gonna win this division. Okay. You're most they, confident wow, in the Islanders. Wow. I am All most right. confident in the shocking. Islanders. Tara is now my it new favorite be. person on the show. Wow. Because John Tavares is. 
he could be the MVP of the league this year. Yep, I mean, I think he should be the favorite to win it at the start. And this is a team that we forget now. They were in first place for a while. And they were right up there for a while. And then they faded at the end. And I think the experience of last year is going to help them not fade. And now they know what they need to do to stay up there for longer into the season. I think that experience is really going to help. And I think they're going to be able to do it. I They have such an explosive offense. They have a good goaltender. I think they are going to win this division. I'm very confident in them. And I would probably say I'm actually least confident in Chicago because, like, they're the dynasty, a lot of good things, but it's a hard central division. It's a good division, and so probably for that reason, I could see someone else, but then the Metro is really good too, so I'm kind of (laughs) contradicting. I'm really contradicting myself here. I was going to go – go ahead. I still – I think I could see – Nashville overtaking Chicago in the right. Central. I, I was going to go right to you, David, but I, I have to agree with Tara on that. I'm going to agree with her in terms of my least confident is Chicago because even in my reasoning, it's that, listen, the two teams I put behind them in the 2-3, and there's teams that outside of that that could even come up and challenge to, to take a division spot to head to the playoffs. But the two teams behind them didn't do much, but they are supposed to get better based on the guys they're right. bringing back. Chicago lost a lot. And yeah. so at some point you would think that even though with an organization that is so good, they figure things out, they're making the playoffs. Don't get me wrong. They're absolutely making the playoffs. But maybe figuring it out doesn't mean the number one spot in the division. Maybe it means number two or three, God forbid, a wild card. But I think they're going to get into the playoffs, no doubt. So I'd go least confident in them um, just based on the fact that, yeah, they probably lost lost the most out of a um, uh, uh, the division winner that I've picked. Um, we, me and Tara almost went the same here, but I am sticking with Tampa. I just, I really think Steven Stamkos is on his way if he's not already there. I mean, we, obviously Crosby, so but I think he's going to be the best. Can we talk about, got. it's been quite a week because first Matt and I do mm-hmm. an MLB yeah. playoff preview podcast together. Our wonderful baseball podcast on deck. Everyone should listen to that too. <laughs> and cross promotion. The man sitting across from me in yes. all Mets postseason gear. Well, I just got it. It may not, not be relevant for so long. No, it did not did not pick the Mets to win the World Series. No, I did not. And I did. Yeah. And now the Islanders fan yeah. does not pick well, the Islanders pick, to win their division. I didn't even pick them. I didn't yeah, even pick them to have number one. So. But that, no, that's what I'm saying. You didn't even pick them to finish number one in their division, and I did. Well, Matt, Matt's I going mean, with his head not his height. Listen, I also said the Canadians weren't going to top, take the top three spot. What do you want from me? <laughs> David. All right. So um, I think it's interesting that you guys are both picking Chicago as your team that you're least confident in. I'm are going Nash. No. Okay. So Nash, I have Nashville yeah, in yeah. one spot there. I'm going them as my least confident. Because I, of Chicago? Just in general, if we if that that division, one to five, yeah. 10 points separated them last yeah. year. So That's any so of those five fair, could yeah. be in it. And Dallas, as we just said, is coming up. So I just think that division is the most shaky in it could go anyway. If I'm going most confident, uh, my my heart wants to say the Cavs. I'm I'm super confident about the Cavs. <laughs> so I'm the complete opposite. I don't pick the Mets to win the World Series. I'm a Mets fan. I don't even have the Islanders winning the division. <laughs> and the DC guys like, but, oh, yep, Cavs. No, got it. I believe it. This is the most excited. And the Nationals are going to win the World Series. Yeah, yeah, Tara, there's yeah. a rage game tonight. We do not have time for this. Um, but I'm actually the ta- I'm most confident in Tampa Bay. I believe in Tampa Bay in that division. Okay, so you're not going. No, no, no. My heart often. wants to say okay. Cavs. In my head, my head. We're making fun of you Tampa. too quick. Yeah. Okay. 
right. I, I agree with you on Tampa. I agree with you there. All right. Tara, you, you're eager to get this, this Stanley Cup pick in. I almost said World Series because he's got baseball so in my head now. You're eager to get the Stanley Cup pick in. This okay, better be good. I'm looking at Anthony. Oh, I'm God. looking at Anthony. I think. <laughs> oh, God. I think the Nashville Predators are going to lose in the Stanley Cup finals to the New York Rangers. <laughs> wow. His rea- he like rolled his eyes. <laughs> See, he's his, he's like, got a he little. Just I, rolled his eyes. At him me. and I share some of the same qualities in that we're not going to get overly optimistic. If you don't get your hopes too far up, they can't be crushed. You can't crush hopes that aren't that big. So he's he appreciates it probably. See, good thing we got the other side. He would just be ripping us apart right now. All right, so you've got the Rangers. Uh, just because. Over the Predators. <sighs> I like the Predators pick. I love that such, pick. I don't know about the Rangers. Rangers, such a good goaltender. It's a team, even with some missing pieces, they know how to win in the postseason now, and I think they came up short last year, but I think they'll learn from that, and I think they'll make their way back. Will they I learn from that, though? Will I they? they will. Well, they lost in the Stanley Cup Finals two years ago. And they took a step back. I, I think they're going to take a couple right. of steps forward. That's fair. Listen, the Rangers are obviously, and then as we talk about, they've still got Rick Nash. Still got Derek Stepan. Kreider's there. Yandel ended up coming on a little bit. Kevin Hayes is probably one of the more surprising rookies um, to have such a good year last year. They've got a ton there, and they still got Henrik Lundqvist, so obviously can't fool you there. The Rangers are going to be definitely a force to be reckoned with. All right, David, what do we got? All right, well, Eastern Conference, I'm, I'm just going with it. I'm going Caps. They're the, tre- <laughs> they're the trendy pick even without me being a Caps yeah, fan. Yeah. A lot of people are going to the Caps. They got better. They bring in TJ O.C. They bring in Justin Williams. Those lines get stronger. Yeah, the last time a bunch of people were picking out a D.C. team to win a championship. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, season, Tara. worked out great. As we said, we have a Rangers game <laughs> to, to watch. Down. It's not on deck. We do not have time for this. <laughs> so, Caps get better. Braden Holpe, one of the top five goaltenders in the league without a doubt. And he's get and he's get and he's get, and he's getting there. Yeah. I mean, he he absolutely was not there a few years ago. He was a guy like, oh wow, you know, he stepped up. He could right. and maybe get there one day. He's definitely at the and and people. The knock against Holby was Holby didn't perform in the playoffs. Holby last, last year when he when he was in, I, he had the best numbers in the playoffs mm-hmm. in the fr- through the first two rounds. Yep. So I'm going Caps. I have the Caps losing in the Stanley Cup Finals to the Anaheim Ducks. Going Anaheim. Former coach Going Bruce Brujo, who has struggled in the playoffs throughout his career as wow. he did with the Caps. That'd be quite he's, a story. He's going to come down, and he's going to take out the Caps and not give D.C. Our, another championship that we're dying for. I I think that this that this year's Stanley Cup is going to go to a team in the East. Um, I think, Now he's going to pick the Islanders. No, do I'm it, not. Matt. I'm not. I'm do not it, Matt. Do it. I've already do made it, a fool, enough of fooling myself. I'm not going to do that. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I'm going. I'm going Devils. As we didn't, said we didn't even head. talk about the Devils. I don't know. Like, well, because we, we're picking. Because we're we like, picking the top three, th- three teams in a division. <laughs> and the Stanley Cup winner. We're not. I, we shouldn't have been talking about the Devils. Yeah, yeah. That that kind of summed it up. I, there's no reason we should have been spending extended time on the Devils. And I'm not. I don't mean to bash the Devils. I've been an Islander fan since birth, and I'm 21, so I've experienced enough failure. Um. Yeah, oh yeah, Marty Mordeur is. What, do we have born, any dates? Do we have any born? dates on that? When he's, he's getting like a statue, he's he's <laughs> going. Is he getting his? He's getting his jersey retired, number thirty. I mean, you when were born he a decade le- left, too that late was, as an Islanders fan. I was born a couple decades too late because even if I was born in '84, I wouldn't have really seen anything. I was just born. Um, <laughs> so too bad, too bad. I'm not 41. Um, February 9th against Edmonton is the statue or the jersey? 
So he's getting a statue, Marty, and he's getting his jersey retired. I mean, stat- uh, get people get their jersey retired. A statue? <laughs> Statue's he's alive. A little, he was playing yeah. like two, three years ago. Statue's a little That's weird. Crazy. Rip- That's Rip- crazy. Ripken's got one in Camden. I, I-, I feel it. I'm down <laughs> yeah, with it. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, I said coming out of the East, I'm not going to pick the Islanders. I'm not going to set myself up for that. I'm either going with Tampa or Washington, but like I've got to like stick. It. I've got to stick with Tampa. I'm gonna. I'm. I'm sticking to my guns with Chicago, and maybe this is more heart than head. Wow. Um, that Chicago is gonna get that far, and they've lost a ton. But if Patrick Kane can play for most of this season, and again, that's a huge if. That is such a big if. We have and no can, idea. How and if you can play at Patrick Kane level, because you have no true. idea what's going no, on in his head that, too. That's so true. But it's a huge if, but I think if they do, I, I still have so much belief in them. And like I said, it might be more heart than head that's picking that. Guys, but. come on. It's a year for it's the year for New York. The Mets are going to win the World no, Series. No, it's not. The Giants the Tampa are Bay gonna, Lightning The Giants are going to win the, the Super the Bowl. Blackhawks. The Rangers are going to win the Stanley Cup Finals. The Knicks are going to... Oh, None no. of those <laughs> things are going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> None of those things are going to happen, especially not the Knicks. Uh, oof. Well... We're almost done here, and thankfully we didn't get into. Sorry, Tara, but no Bryce Harper talk today. We you tried to sneak the Nationals in. We did not allow times. it. I mean, if you tried, did not allow it. No, see, you um, bring him up. No, actually, no, no, no. Shut her mic up. No, I texted Anthony during the show because <laughs> he's this. in my ear Stop about it. the Red Wings have some 19-year-old player, Stop. and we're sitting here talking hockey, and I'm like, well, Bryce Harper is 22, and. Stop it. Stop it. Listen. You said it, Matt. You said it. <laughs> I, I think she she might love Bryce more than I do. And I love Bryce. Yeah, and you're a national. Might? Yeah, right. You might. I'm sorry. Might. You might. Joke about it. <laughs> sorry you made a joke about it. Anyway, as, if we've learned anything here, it's that Montreal's not going to win the division, even though they've got the best player on the planet. We've learned that Bryce Harper can get into a hockey podcast. And we learned that Anthony Pusick only has a few minutes to get to the Rangers broadcast. We're just starting in just a few minutes. We're going to wrap this up here on the fourth episode of the season of Five on Three. We're going to try to keep bringing you our best. And if we're wrong, please don't download this podcast and tell us about it at the end of the year. I'm sorry we messed it up. Anyway, that's (laughs) another edition of Five on Three. We hope to see you back next week. See you soon. Every week of the season, we'll be here talking hockey here at WFUV. This has been One on One's Five on Three from WFUV Sports. Join us next week as we take you around the world of hockey. We'll see you then.